Alright, ladies and gentlemen, it is Knickknack again, and... What, Rachel, what's today? The Sorry. date? What's, what's the date today? The 19th. It's the 19th. Alright, it's the 19th, so I've been in the UK. Um, I got here May 7th. Uh, 7 plus 7 is 14. Uh, so I've been here over a week. Um, I am now in... Where am I? The town. What's the town? Witness. Witness. I am now in Witness, which is in... Cheshire. Cheshire. Near Liverpool. Yeah, near Liverpool, but not actually in Liverpool. Um, so that's now where I am. And um, the last time I was updating you, I was in a premiere inn in, um, on Albert Dock in Liverpool. Uh, paid 100, 100 fucking pounds for it, which was way too much. Translated into 144 bucks U.S., um, and, uh, but it was a good night's sleep, and, uh, even though I checked out late, uh, they were great about, um, you know, not being, not being buggers and charging me any extra money, um, and, you know, when I woke up the next day, it's, uh, you know, wake up, look around Lab Liverpool, uh, Albert Dock was great, uh, they, they got this thing called the Beatles Story, uh, which is 12 fucking pounds, which I can't afford, um, which is terrible. They got great Beatles shops, Beatles Cafe. This town, I tell you, has sold out for the fucking Beatles, and as far as I'm concerned, it's, it's fan-damn-tastic. Uh, I couldn't be happier with that part of it, to tell you the truth. Um, it, you know, it seems uh, that the locals are pretty much sick of the Beatles. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. I, I say, it seems that you guys are, are pretty much sick of the Beatles because they're all over the place. But, uh, but I love it. You know, as a, as a foreigner, I, I, I love it. I, I couldn't be happier. Um, I've kind of got an idea of the places I want to see. You know, I want to go to uh, Mellon Avenue where John Lennon grew up. Um, apparently, Strawberry Fields, well, I kind of knew this already. The song Strawberry Fields Forever, which is my favorite Beatles song of all time, uh, was based on, um, uh, this, this Salvation Army home that was close to John's house um, called Strawberry Field Forever. Um, and there was a Salvation Army band that played back behind the, the, the shelter there. And, um, you know, that was something that John liked to go to. So I'm going to find that plaque, if you will, uh, try and take some pictures in, the, in, um, in Walton area, the, the area where, where uh, John and Paul and... All of them grew up. Um, I, I walked down, uh, down by downtown Liverpool, the Cavern um, area, if you will. Um, the Cavern Club, the original Cavern Club where the Beatles used to play is now, of course, burned down. Um, but they've kind of rebuilt it, and it's, it's uh, a very hot club ni uh, night, night scene here in Liverpool. And if I had, if I had uh, money, I'd be all over that. Uh, get myself uh, a, another hot British chick. Um, but... Uh, no, I think I, I made a joke, and, and you'll be pissed at me later. Don't worry. Um, but but now now I'm staying here with uh, with Rachel here in, in Liverpool. Um, as I said, it's the 19th. Uh, so to give you an update, you know, I woke up on Albert Dock. Um, I looked at the Beatles story, you know, kind of looked at, at the areas around me, and it's uh, it really reminded me a lot of, of the waterfront area in Seattle, to tell you the truth. Uh, revamped, it, you know, as I said, I was expecting Liverpool to be kind of the shitty rundown uh, hole, essentially. Um, but it's not that, and I think part of it is because I guess it was the city of culture for Europe a number of years ago, which was part of the Liverpool 8 thing, but so so it's been revamped. It's it's a wonderful city, uh, perfectly pleasant. Uh, reminds me of, of uh, Seattle, and reminds me of San Francisco. 
and really, I, I would be quite happy living here. I'd also be quite happy uh, with Manchester, as it turns out. Because what I did, uh, waking up on Albert Dock, I wandered around Albert Dock for a while. I found a McDonald's and got a one-pound hamburger, because that was all I could fucking afford. And then I found um, a hostel, um, which for the life of me I can't remember the name of, but it was, it was 20 pounds a night. And I paid my 20 pound and uh, got some internet access and finally met up with Mr. Richard Rudd. Uh, we called, uh, you know, finally got my phone set up. I, I talked to him on the phone. I talked to Rachel on the phone that night. Um, and basically what I set up um, was, you know, I stayed in Liverpool two nights in a row. The first night, um, you know, got in about 3 a.m., the premier in on Albert Dock. And then the next night it was the hostel. Um, one guy was from Brazil, one guy was from the south of England, uh, they both fucking snored and kept me up all night, so that was kind of crappy, but other than that, um, I had internet access, which I paid way too much for and didn't always work, but, you know, I checked my Facebook, I, I got in touch with Rachel, I got in touch with Richard, and I said to Richard, okay, you know, if you can get me a place to stay, stay for free, because at this point, I've overdrafted my bank account, I'm completely fucked for money. Um, and as Rachel so appropriately said, really me with this trip and my planning, um, <laughs> a fucking moron would be the appropriate term, because I, I just came over here blind, you know, I, I had some idea of the places I wanted to be, I, you know, I knew I wanted to visit Manchester, I knew I wanted to visit Liverpool, um, I know I want to visit uh, London as much as I can. Um, but beyond that, you know, I didn't really know people, I didn't know where I was going to stay, I didn't know the prices of hostels, I didn't know where shit was, I was just, it was, I just went. Um, but this is how my trips go, this was how my 2006 train trip went, I just got on the fucking train and I just went. And, uh, it, fucking stupid fucking moron, whatever you want to call it. Um, but it works for me, and I, I mean, shit, I survived cancer, I mean, that's incredibly lucky, so I figure... Uh, you know, what's the worst that's going to happen? I'm going to die and I'm going to say, well, you know, I went to fucking England and I had a great time and, uh, you know, now I'm dead and uh, uh, fuck it. I don't, I don't care. You know, it's just I'm, I'm living my experience. I'm living my story. This is my story. And uh, I'm happy with my story. I, I like it. It's, um, I, I couldn't be happier with, with, with anything else that I could have decided to do. So, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm very happy with this trip and I'm very happy with the way things are going. And, you know, yeah, next time I'll probably plan it out and I'll probably talk to people beforehand instead of just going, hey, I'm fucking broke and I might, I might fucking die. Uh, you know, please give me somewhere to stay. Um, but as it worked out, um, you know, uh, Richard, great guy. Um, uh, um, I ended up staying with his, his sister, um, Jillian, at first. Uh, for the first couple nights, uh, very nice, she's in real estate, and she wanted to know a lot about American housing, um, British housing, as far as I can tell, uh, it kind of varies, you have private landlords, and of course you could probably buy your own property as well, um, but you have private landlords, and then you have council housing, private landlords, you pay a little bit more, um, and I guess, you know, if I were coming to this country, I'd have to use a private landlord. You know, it's, it's like rent, regular rent. You put a deposit down. Uh, but here you rent by the week. Um, and I'm getting the feeling the rent rates are anywhere from 60 to maybe 100 pounds a week. Rent rates. Sorry. Like, like if, if you're renting a flat or, an, or a house, small house, 60 to 80 pounds a week. On like uh, for a range? Absolute minimum. Usually, usually closer to four hundred. Four hundred. Well, no, no, a week. Um, 
So, so like, if it would be 400 pounds a week minimum, right? Yeah, a month. Um, oh, right. 400, 400 pounds a month minimum. But, no, what, what I'm paying, um, just over 60 is the bare minimum, and it's because it's, because it's the next council. Council, right, right. You could expect to pay. Right, but I mean, if, you, if you're, you're lower... And is four hundred pounds a month if you're if you're in council. But what like what how? If you share it, you might get something comparable actually. Right, you right. You might get a room for fifty, sixty pounds a week. Right, right. So, but but I mean, what 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 would be the maximum? Like, if somebody were filthy freaking rich. There's no upper limit. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, but I mean, so so I mean, that's what I've discovered about the at the housing prices and the you know it's it's by the week. Uh, minimum, you're probably talking four hundred pounds a month. Um, maximum for me, uh, maybe 650 pound, 650 pounds a month, which, um, you, you know, I mean, currency conversion being what it is, you know, you factor that in and you go, oh my God, in, in U.S. dollars, that's crazy. Um, well, actually, that, well, that works out about the same, uh, maybe 550 for the minimum and uh, 700 or 800 uh, towards the topper end uh, for a flat or something, but... Um, um, now Rachel's got a, a wonderful place here in um, Witness, um, which I would be quite happy to live in uh, if I could get a place somewhere for myself. And of course, a, a job to pay for it because that would be ideal. Um, but, you know, it's, so that's what I've learned about living. And, and um, as far as British homes go, um, you, you have kind of uh, flats or apartments. Uh, this is kind of a one-bedroom apartment that I'm in right now. Uh, nice, nice apartment. Um, certainly bigger than the studio. Certainly bigger than my basement in uh, Seattle. Um, so it's you know nice apartment. And um, then looking at it, um, and, and the places Richard was staying again, council homes. Um, so you know the government is kind of running it as as it, as it were as a social program for people who who you know need need affordable housing essentially. Um, which I think would certainly, I would qualify for if I got citizenship and all that happy stuff. Um, and, and, you know, there you're talking um, 60 to 80 quid, quid a week. Uh, that's pounds a week for all you, you yanks uh, back there across the wrong side of the Atlantic. Uh, fucking rebels. Um, anyway, um, so, you know, that's, that's not bad, and that's practical, and I think that's doable. Um, as far as jobs go, um, it, you know, it doesn't look like, um, much as I love Richard and much as I like, love Sky Blue Radio, it doesn't look like that's, that's going to be making me a salary anytime soon. Um, of course, I'm kissing up to him as much as I can, and I'm assuming he's going to hear this at some point. So I will continue kissing up to you, Sir TDR. Um, but... Um, but, you know, it doesn't sound like it's a career per se at this point. Um, I keep working on it, keep trying to develop uh, what I'm now terming. I'm going to develop um, an intellectual property hierarchy, as it were. Um, you know, so Knickknack Radio, knickknackjack.com, uh, podcast, FS Ride Along, and any, any other thing I can come up with uh, will be the property of the Knickknack Network. And then the Knickknack Network will essentially license... Um, all these things to different different broadcasting affiliates, and you know who knows maybe I can get a um, uh, what do you call it uh, syndication 
agreement of some sort with various internet companies or uh, God knows what I can do, but there's potential there. There's definite potential there. Um, and then I got this idea with the Let's Talk Train Show, and um, well, might as well discuss it here. What the fuck? Um, uh, Richard Hamilton passed away about a year ago, and um, you know he taught me everything I know about internet radio, and I, I miss him dearly. He was a great friend. Uh, politically, he he was completely backwards to me. Uh, very staunch uh, conservative, San Diegan. Um, but an, an interesting guy and a good guy, and he taught me a lot. Um, but I think I've learned a lot from him and his experience. And I think the most important thing I've learned from me is, you know, looking at my history, looking at my past, looking at my health, um, I know that as I get older, my health is going to fail, uh, probably more drastically than other people's. And so for that reason, I want to be uh, in the Commonwealth uh, if I can be, so I can I can have uh, the health services that I need without going bankrupt. Because I mean, my poor dad. I mean, one motorcycle accident, and you know, you have to sell your business, and you're practically bankrupt. And it's you know, it's just a disaster. And nobody, nobody should have to face a life change like that. That's 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 bullshit. You should you should be able to be taken care of when stuff like that happens to you. Which to me is why socialism is socialized medicine, socialized education, socialized transportation, just socialized things are so much better. Um, and in that sense, um, you know, the, the United States, we don't get it. You know, we say we're the land of opportunity, but it's fucking bullshit because all we give you the opportunity to do is is die and if you fuck up. I mean, if you make the tiniest little mistakes, if you get into drugs, if you if you if you take out too much credit, if you do the smallest stupidest things, you are fucked for life. And it, you know, it's not always your fault and it's it's whatever it is, but I mean, over here you got a good safety net. You know, of course, obviously you try not to fuck up. Obviously you don't want to live on disability. I, you know, I'm not happy with living in disability on the States. But it, here, you got an opportunity. This is the fucking land of opportunity. This, the place we ran away from. The place we said, fuck you, you're assholes, you're, you're controlling us. We don't want to be part of you. This is the land of opportunity. I'm telling you, all you dumbasses in the United States... Take a look at the across the fucking ocean, uh, UK, Australia. Take a look across the fucking ocean. Wake up, you know it's stupid fucking country we got. And and a, a Barack Obama is great. He's a great man. He's a great man. I have the most respect for him that I've had uh, for any president um, since really John, maybe John F. Kennedy or, or Roosevelt. But but wake the fuck up. We're killing people. We're we're we're. We're not doing the right thing, and if we continue down this road, uh, no one's going to want to live in the U.S. I don't want to live in the U.S. anymore. I, if I could walk down um, to the, um, the U.S. consulate right now and say, fuck you, U.S. citizenship, this is the stupidest thing I, I've ever seen in my life, I would. I would. And it's just, just it's, it's stupid. It's, it's the most retarded fucking country, the most retarded fucking setup. Um, aside from maybe Mexico which, and other third world countries, which of course have it worse off, but, but for the modern world, uh, the U.S., we don't know. We don't get it. Um, and it's, and it's going to get worse, and it's, it's terrible, and I, um, I'm here to tell you, I'm not going to take it anymore. Um, I, I've got two choices when I get back. 
Um, I can either try and change it, which I might do. I might see what I can do to try and change it to the podcast, whatnot. But I think, honestly, um, you know, worst-case scenario, go to Canada. It's part of the Commonwealth. Uh, Best-case scenario, go to the UK, um, because this country is fucking brilliant. The people are fucking fantastic, and, and they know what they're doing. They know, she's shaking her head, but you know what, you know what the fuck you're doing. And, uh, the U.S., uh, it's, uh, fucking rebels that, uh, we don't deserve our flag. Um, it's rubbish, burn it in the trash can. It's, um, it's over, the dream is over. Um, you know, yesterday we were, you know, we were the dream weavers. Um, but now that's all gone. You know, it's England, uh, or the U.K., the Commonwealth, they, they, they are the future of, 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 uh, of, of democratic, um, not democratic, uh, they are the future of democracy. There we go. They are the future of democracy. The U.S. style of democracy is bullshit, it's broken, um, you know, if we can take a look at, at, at the U, U.S. model of democracy and merge it with, with the Commonwealth style of democracy, yes, I realize we're all constitutional monarchies, but the Queen doesn't do fucking anything, and they all know it. <laughs> She's on the money. Sorry? Uh, oh, I was saying the Queen's useless. She's just on the money. Yeah. Um... Uh, but but it's 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 all about it's all about a uh, parliamentary system. If if we can merge the U.S. style of democracy with with uh, the Commonwealth style of democracy, and and uh, well maybe do the one world government thing at some point because that's almost what the Commonwealth is. And, you know it has that potential. Um, if you look at a new beginning, that's that's where my thoughts are going. You know that's where the um, the that's what in, uh, the song Imagine has inspired me to to think about. You know. Imagine a world with no countries, no political boundaries, no none of that. Um, and if we can get as much to the as close to that world as possible, um, I think so much the better. And if we can get give people an opportunity, a true opportunity to thrive in this world, and then so much the better. Because uh, you you don't want to you don't want to do survival of the fittest. I know that's the way it works in nature and evolution, but. Uh, human society, uh, we've evolved to the point to where we're at a different evolutionary level. It's not survival of the fittest anymore. It's everybody's going to survive, and and maybe maybe we should go so far as to say, well, certain people shouldn't be reproducing. Um, I think that would probably be a smart call, considering that we're overpopulated. I wouldn't know how to implement that, but I think that might be a good idea. But um, you know, this this thing of 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 the American style of, of if you're lucky, you can survive and make it to the top. And if you're un- unlucky, well, you know, working class hero is something to be. I don't want to be a working class hero. I don't want working class heroes on my street. I don't want people suffering. I don't want that. And uh, I'm not going to live in a world that, that, that or li- I'm not going to live in a country that does that. Period. Um, so really... Uh, fuck you, United States of America. Fuck you, you stupid ass country. You don't know what you're doing. Um, and and um, any Commonwealth country, well, not any Commonwealth. Um, I'll put it this way, uh, dear United Kingdom, uh, Commonwealth of Australia, uh, New Zealand, uh, Canada. Um, 
and all-inclusive uh, first world commonwealth countries, I'll put it that way. Um, I, yeah, here I am, uh, a poor man, but a dedicated man and a thinking man and a man willing to work hard to make his world a better place. I want to make, I want to be part of your countries. I want to be part of your society. I want to make your world a better place. And um, yeah, the U.S. is not the place to do it. Um, it probably never has been. Um, you know, it's all just a bunch of lies. It's been a lie, bunch of lies since the 1770s, hasn't it? Uh, just, just bullshitting people, and then they immigrate, and then we fuck them over, and, and um, it's terrible. I, I hate the USA. I really do. And, um, you know, I don't care what people say when they hear this. Um, they're going to want to kick me out of the country or do God knows what, but I don't give a fuck. Um, uh, it's because this is, this is my opinion. This is my truth. No. No, no. No, no. This is my truth. And, um, and, um, and this is, this is the way it is. And, um, you know, staying with Richard, um, in Manchester, or Rochdale, actually, um, it was a great stay. We did our Sky Blue radio shows. I got to learn a lot about the, the back side of it and um, some various, various things about Internet radio that I, I didn't know before. And, and I'm, I'm going to go home and I'm going to try and experiment with some things and I'm going to try and bring LTT and, and Sky Blue radio together uh, because, um, as I was going to say before, I think those, those, those are two... Uh, things that can go together well. Sky Blue Radio has the infrastructure to do a talk show all over the internet, and and Let's Talk Trains is essentially a, a talk show that needs a home and needs some support uh, from somebody that knows what they're doing and uh, a good basis, and World Talk Radio was terrible for that. Uh, WS Radio, from what I've heard, was also terrible for that. Uh, Sky Blue Radio, I, I think, has a lot of potential. Um, Richard knows what he's doing business model-wise. Model he's got corporate radio services kind of as his, his overlaying uh, thing. And I think if you can take that model, you know, and, and if I can work on that model and, and do it, a little bit on my own with uh, the Knickknack Network, you know, start selling selling that and making that my thing. Um, in addition to the Flight Dispatcher and whatever else I'm going to do, um, I think I, there may be a career in that for me. So I'm going to keep doing that, um, and that's going to be my thing. And I'm going to try and and, and and focus it on uh, changing people's ideas, getting inspiring people to think about taking care of the world in a different way. And um, I'm going to do it from a Commonwealth country. So um, there, there we go. There's my life goal. That's that's what I'm that's what I'm going to do. Um, I'm going to I'm going to take this show on the road, and um, I'm going to do it from a Commonwealth country. And in my own little way, I'm going to change the world. Somebody's going to be listening to this, uh, hopefully, 50, 60 years from now, and saying, "This guy changed the world." What? Sorry, I don't want to interrupt you. I'm just going to say that. Um, if I'm making loads of noise, I can go, go Oh, no, no, you're fine. You're fine. I'm up a lot and a no, bit. you're fine, you're fine. If I, need, if I need to cut it when I get home, I'll cut it when I get home. But I may just leave this in. Embarrass you. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be able to listen to it. It's got my own voice. Yeah, no, I know. It's terrible. I hate my own voice. I really do. I'm a broadcaster. I hate my own voice. I, I think everybody does. Yeah. Yes, it's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. But, um, so there you go. I, 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 I went to the UK to find direction, to see what it was really about, and I think I found it. 
you know, this is this is it. When I get home, this is what I'm going towards. Um, I may go to, I, you know, I'm going to do Auburn. I'm going to dispatch. Um, I'm going to kind of try and make that my day job. But, but my night job, um, it, it's all about, what's, what it's all about is it's about, um, uh, it's about sharing my ideas with people and, and trying to make the world a better place 50, 60 years down the line. I hope somebody will be listening to this and saying, fuck, this guy knew what he was doing and, and it's too bad he's fucking dead because, it, you know, he would have been great for the rest of the world. And, and it, you know, if that's what it is when you're listening to this, uh, well, then, then you can know that I died a happy man. Because um, that's all I want for this world. I just want I want to make this world a better place. Um, you know, the humans, the humans really are terrible. Uh, I think the Matrix said it well. You know, where this disease, where this virus, we're taking over the world and whatever. Um, but if we can make, if we can make our existence less shitty, you know, make life suck less, as I said last season in my podcast, um, then so much the better. Um, because that's all you can do, really. You know, look on the sunny side. Try and try and make this world a bit better. Is all you can do. Um, so, uh, getting away from the philosophy and, and back to my my travel story. Um, shit, my feet are falling asleep. Fuck. <sighs> Ow. All right, adjust. Adjust. Um, so. Uh, after after the hostel, I, I I made contact with Rachel, made contact with Richard. I, I stayed there that night in Liverpool. I walked around a little bit. Um, like I said, uh, Liverpool reminds me very much of Seattle. It's a growing city. It's a modern city with the historical context in it. Um, next day, I took took the train from Liverpool L Street to Manchester Piccadilly. Is how you pronounce it, Manchester Piccadilly, and. Um, and then I met Richard there, and uh, I was standing inside in the rain, and the heat the heat was going. I was standing right next to a heat vent, um, and it was great, um, nice and warm. And I met Richard, and um, I met his folks, uh, Norman, and I can't remember his wife's name. I do apologize for that, uh, but Norman and his wife. Uh, Norman actually fought himself uh, in, in Africa in World War II. Um, amazing stories he told. Um, such a different perspective. The man's 87 years old. Absolutely amazing man, uh, Norman Rudd. And uh, I, t- I spent a long time talking to him and, and just learning all I could um, and sampling English cuisine as much as I can. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff, as I say, I, I don't want to know what's in it. Um, black pudding being a very ex- good example. I don't want to know what's in the stuff, but um, I'm sure it'll taste good. Um, and, um, you know, eating a lot of pork, you know, a lot of, uh, some lamb chops I've had, and I think liver at one point, I don't really want to know if I had liver at one point, but it was, it was good nonetheless, um, and, you know, good food, um, well prepared, uh, the, the, the meals, uh, with the ruds tended to be kind of, um, focused around lunch, uh, breakfast and lunch, and then, like, kind of a light snack for, for dinner, uh, which was interesting, and another interesting difference um, with them, anyway, is you don't drink while you're eating, you drink after you're eating, and of course, I'm completely addicted to tea now, tea is fucking fantastic, it's it's more than just glorified water, as long as you put two sugars and a bunch of creams in it, and, um, and um, well, let's see, what else do we collect from that, we did, I, I, I watched Richard do his show, and while I was watching him do his broadcast, um, I couldn't help but see Fraser Crane, um, 
uh, slash uh, Kelsey Grammer in him. Um, and uh, it's it's uh, that's very much who he is. Um, it's very animated, very funny. Um, I guess he goes for the Labour Party, so he's not a conservative fuckhead like Kelsey Grammer is. So that's good. Um, and uh, but a uh, cool guy, very cool guy. Um, and and we got to experiment a little bit with CH products. Um, uh, the Eclipse yoke and rudder pedals, um, which I love. I'm going to need my own set of yoke and rudder pedals when I get back. Um, I'm figuring out the yoke or the rudder pedals is, I, I, I believe, and I, I, I thought this to be true, but, you know, when learning to fly, uh, figuring out the rudder pedals and how that's worked, that's going to be my biggest uh, physical challenge as far as that goes. Um, but, but the yoke, the stick up and down, left, right, that's fine. Uh, it's, it's figuring out the rudder and getting the rudder all situated. Um, so what I, I think the first thing I probably should do is buy rudder pedals and then buy yoke after that. Um, I don't know. I'll have to think about that when I get back as I get ready for dispatcher school and, and all that good stuff and try and uh, recover from my financial nightmare. What I've done is I've overdrafted my account uh, probably by 500 bucks, maybe more by this time because they keep charging overdraft fees, um, which sucks because I, I had, I loaned, I got a loan for $200 from one of those Advanced America places. So I've got to hope that when my next check clears, it covers that. Otherwise, I'm completely fucked. Um, but Richard and his family, uh, really fantastic people, they, they, um, uh, essentially loaned slash gave me 30 pounds, or no, it was, yeah, it was 30 pounds, I think, and, uh, Rachel, um, really sweet lady, she, she, she doesn't, I, I, I've, I've been going back and forth between calling her Liverpool lass, which, uh, I, I, I think I kind of like, I think I'm going to stick with Liverpool lass, um, but the original working title I had for, for the lovely Rachel uh, was, um, oh, Hot British Chick, I believe. Uh, we had fun to talk to, Hot Girl, Hot British Chick, and then we had, on top of that, Bible Reading Girl last, um, was that last year? Yeah, it was last year. It was last year, because last May was actually when I started, uh, I was flirting like crazy with Fun to Talk To Girl and Bible Reading Girl, but finally Fun to Talk To Girl emerged as the front the front runner. Um, and, and I went out with Fun to Talk To Girl, and, and it didn't end well, but it was a good story, I suppose. Um, I miss you, Fun to Talk To Girl. Uh, I really do. Um, yeah, maybe we'll have a reunion if I go back to Seattle, but maybe that's a bad idea. I don't know. Um, but, um, yeah, so, yeah. Um, so, you know, I spent, uh, about a week and a half, I think, with the Ruds, um, first spent some time with his sister, Julian, uh, who does real estate, and I had to tell her that, that, that most, most of the British homes, um, that she was showing me and that she was selling, uh, here in the U.S., we consider them condos, um, they were kind of two-story, uh, fairly small, uh, probably less than 1,700 square feet, most of them, uh, which is the size of, of, um, my dad's house, um, and which is what I would consider to be a, uh, a medium-sized to small house uh, by U.S. standards, anyway, as far as houses go. Um, but most most of the British homes would really be considered uh, condos in American um, American terms, um, and you can usually they're for rent. Um, sometimes you can buy them. Uh, I was talking about the rent the rent earlier um, and thinking about that and trying to make some calculations for my future here. Um, but, and, um, you know, both Richard and his, his, his parents, uh, small two-story condo, uh, places, um, 
and not a lot of space, but but I think if I had one of those places, I would I would it would be more space than I need because I've always lived in either a studio or one bedroom, and these are are uh, one master, one one spare bedroom, a uh, living room, a kitchen, uh, washer dryer, um, and and all the stuff you really need for a basic life. And and really, I'm not looking for the big American dream beach house. And fuck that. I don't I don't I don't want to stick my money in my my ears and go yeah better than the rest of the world. Fuck that. I want to just live in a, in a nice, modest home, uh, you know, condo-style living, I guess, um, or flat-style living in the middle of the city or something. Uh, I've, I've always fancied that, um, and that's what I want to do. And if I can do that here in the UK or in Australia or in Canada or in... Um, uh, I probably wouldn't do South Africa, um, but Australia, Canada, UK, I think, really are, are the choices for me. Um, a UK probably being the best option because it has the most social support, the most, you know, because of the disabilities and the challenges and whatnot that I've faced, I think I'd be, I'd be best taken care of, um, as it were, in the UK. So I think that's, that's what I'm going to try and strive for. Um, and also, look at the, looking at the distance, I mean, it's a 10-hour flight home, and it's a bit expensive, I'll admit, but um, it's 10 hours. Uh, and, well, and, and, I mean... Uh, three to get down to San Francisco, three to four to get down to London from the north here, so, you know, and you factor it all in, you, you, you know, you can probably make the trip in 24 hours, it took me 40 hours to get here, um, um, you know, or 40 hours to get uh, from the Chico Amtrak station to uh, the Manchester National Express uh, bus station, um, but, you know, that's not bad. That's not bad. It was a long day, but I, I took naps, and it, it wasn't bad, and it was a good trip, and I got to see uh, Coventry. I got to see Birmingham. Um, I have got to see Liverpool. I got to see Manchester. I got to see Rochdale. I got to see Whittenham. Um, I'll see Woolen, um, because that's where all the Beatles uh, attractions that I want to see is. And I'll get to see, uh, I got to see York, the National Railroad Museum in York. Richard took me there, and that was fantastic. I'll be doing a Let's Talk Train feature on that for sure. Um, I've ridden so many trains, uh, everything from light rail to kind of the express transit. Um, and I, I've got a train ticket, uh, the 22nd at, at about 8.50 p.m. Uh, to go down to London, and I want to see if I can change that by day. Um, if I can, great. If I can't, then I'll, I'll just try and sort out London and maybe sleep in Heathrow, to tell you the truth. Um, but, you know, we'll kind of play it as we go, and we've got the MP3 player now, and, um, you know, as I say, it was great to see Richard do his show, and it was great to kind of get that inside perspective of, of Sky Blue Radio and how he wants to work it, and um, really, if I can get myself in England, uh, then I think I can do a lot more with that, and maybe, maybe we can make money someday with that. That would be the dream. That would be the goal. Make money in internet radio, because uh, all my career so far has been internet radio. Um, and you look at my resume, that is what I'm good, good at, that's sort of what I do, this is my thing. Um, so, you know, I make money at that, um, and then, and life will be good. Um, and in the meantime, if I can, if I can work for the National Air Traffic Service, um, here in the UK, or dispatch here in the UK, um, based on the FAA license that I could get, um, in the US, um, then so much better. So, I mean, I, really, I went into this, this trip going, um, fuck the world, I don't know what to do, I, I want to go to England. Uh, it's on my bucket list. It's one, on my list of things to do up before I die. Um, and maybe I'll get something out of it. And I really think I have. And um, I, I, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Um, I really wouldn't. Um, so I, I want to say a special thank you to Julian, or, or Jillian for letting me stay at her place. Uh, thank you very much. Um, I owe you five pounds 
um, as a donation for your, for your Cancer Walk thing. I hope that went well. Um, and thank you, of course, to Richard Rudd, who let me stay at his place. Um, and thank you to, to Nolan, uh, Norman Rudd, excuse me, not Nolan, uh, Norman Rudd, who uh, let me stay at his place as well, and his wife. Um, very nice English people, very nice folks, uh, very tolerant uh, of my bad, uh, stupid American habits and, and, and um, manners, if it, if it were. I, I'm sure my manners have been absolute shit. Um, but uh, everybody's been t very tolerant. Um, I'm, I'm learning English terminology, bugger, bullocks, um, uh, rubbish, loo, uh, chips, crisps, um, um, you know, mind the gap uh, on the subways and stuff. And, and, and I, I just, uh, the only thing is I, ca I can't drink. Uh, as I should, and, uh, you know, being Scottish, Irish, French, and German, that's fucking embarrassing, but, uh, I think if Rachel will teach me anything, it'll be how, how to drink, and, um, maybe a little bit of, of how to smoke, we're, we're experimenting with that, but, uh, she's told me that I can't take it back to the States, and I won't take it back to the States, but, um, I will tell you, I've tried smoking cigarettes, I like them, I, I have always thought, I always like the smell, I'll admit that, um, I'll admit that right here and now. I love the fucking smell, and I love the menthol, ciggies, uh, good ciggies. And, um, and um, you know, if I can go to Holland and experiment with some weed at some point, um, and without fear of being uh, hauled off to jail, then so much the better. Um, that would be very much in my thing, being a, a hippie, a new age, new age hippie, I guess you could call me. Maybe new age hippie geek. I don't know how you characterize me, but whatever I am, uh, here I am. I, I'm in. I'm in Witness. Uh, Witness is great. Witness is about 45 miles from Rochdale, so that's not bad. You know, you can live somewhere in between Liverpool and Manchester and be just fine. Uh, the northwest of England is fucking great. Um, uh, you know, I'm sure. I'm sure London is interesting. You know, it was very interesting watching watching the election go down uh, because I was on the plane as the election was happening, and then once the ground, you know, it came down on the ground, I guess they had a hung parliament, and they had to figure that out, and now Nick Clay and, oh, who's the bloody prime minister? David Cameron. David Cameron, yeah, Nick Clay and da David Cameron are in charge of the country now, and David Cameron, I, it doesn't sound like I'm going to like him, because he's a, a Tory conservative guy, um, and conservative is almost universally bad in my world. Um, but Nick Clay is a Lib Dem. I, I think I'll like him a lot, uh, being so liberal and really socialist himself, and uh, trying to fit out, figure out where I fit in within the, the UK political system. Um, but that was interesting to watch. I got to see a, a different country do their national election and do that shift, and that, that was a great thing to watch. Uh, great for learning, especially if I want to be a citizen of the UK someday here. And, um, thank you. Okay. Soda? Yeah. 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 Oh, it's yummy. Mm, good, good soda. Um, and so it's just, it's just been an amazing trip. Um, I love Manchester. I love Rochdale. I love the Green Hills. It's, it's, um, for people in California, it's a picture, um, the area of I-5, just south of the 580 junction, as you're heading in between San Francisco and um, the Los Angeles area, just as you're skirting the bottom level of the hills, that's about as 
big as the hills get here, but they're always green, and they're fucking beautiful, and, you know, you think of uh, the Elton John version of Candle in the Wind that he did for Princess Diana after she passed away, and it's, uh, that's, that's what it is, English green as hills, and it's just, just, ah, oh, I want to, I want to move here right now, it's just, it's so fantastic, um, and I better stop now, because, um, this is going to be quite the editing job when I get home, but um, trust me, I'll tell you all about the Liverpool, the sights, the sounds, the Beatles, and, and, and probably more when I get back, because there's so much to tell and there's so much to do, and um, I just want to say thank you to, to Richard, to, to Norman, to uh, Jillian, to Rachel, to, to everybody, because I, sh- I could have come here and I could have been sleeping in train stations on the street, whatever, I could have I been uh, so fucked over. Um, but really, I'm the luckiest bastard in the world, and, um, I just want to be, I just want to be a Brit now. Um, where's the dotted line, your majesty? I, I bow down to you. I, uh, make me a Brit, uh, make me a Brit tomorrow, because, um, and being a Yank is, uh, is for the birds. And, um, that's it for now. Thank you, folks, and, uh, hopefully you're enjoying this. Um... 40 minutes is a bit long, um, but, um, I'll get this cut down, and, and hopefully you're enjoying this, I, I fucking love England, go, go, go England, um, well, go UK, I guess, you can't really limit it to England, can you, because it's, it's, uh, England, uh, uh, Northern Ireland, and, um, Scotland as well, as Wales, and I forget about Wales because, uh, fuck Wales, I don't care about Wales, but whatever, uh, go, go United Kingdom, um, you're great, and, um, uh, God save the Queen.